Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. The Patriot Jazz. The Patriot Jazz? Because yeah. the Patriot Act? Yes, because of the Patriot Yo, there was mad Patriot Act vibes this episode. There were mad oh Patriot Act God. vibes. <laughs> that was kind of Patriot Act. <laughs> right? Right? Oh, man. How you doing, Jazz? You doing good? Dude, I'm 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 doing great today. <laughs> doing great, good man. I I I like when Jazz is in a good mood. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. Good, good. Usually I ruin Jazz's mood when we do our Bachelor episodes, but this is our Andrew episode, so hopefully okay. his mood won't be ruined. <laughs> That's completely true. Except Bachelor in Paradise has been a bit better. It has, right? It it's has. Been, yeah, it's been a lot better compared to the Bachelorette which was just a giant shit show. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's really cool. A lot of our videos are going viral right now from The Bachelorette from yesterday because mm-hmm. uh, of our guest last, uh, yesterday. Good. Uh, did the one with the, I was talking about how that guy did like an underage girl go viral? Uh, no, that one did not go viral. But that the sucks. one That's the important one. But, but the one where we called him out for like uh, using that black girl for that white girl to come later mm-hmm. on. Yeah, That yeah. one went viral. That one was good. good. Good, good. But listen, I'm super excited for today's episode because we have a hijabi on our show. And and that's very special to us because our first episode that we ever did, episode number one, was called Are the Mandalorians Hijabi? (laughs) And that was our best episode. We had our girl Heli Pop on it. She is a hijabi cosplayer and she was on and she was amazing. So like, I am so happy we have another like hijabi person on our Star Wars episode. Cause like- It took us 100 episodes to bring one back, right? I know, it it took took 100 episodes to bring back a hijabi. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, we had uh, Dina, Never mind. Oh no, we did have Dina. Yeah, yeah that's right. true. But that wasn't Star Wars. That we were talking about Mo. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Suhaila, welcome. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. We have seen you in the comments. We've seen you <laughs> on TikTok. We've seen you on Twitter. We've seen you everywhere. We finally have you on our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Absolutely. Yay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been 
just on TikTok like this year. Um, I just saw like enough people talking about it and I was like, okay, I gotta join in on these conversations. Moon Knight came out and then been, and then with Marvel and so yeah, I, I've been talking about a ver- like variety of shows and finally like diving into like the nerdy side of myself, <laughs> publicly yes. anyways. Embrace it. <laughs> yes. Let the nerdiness <laughs> flow through you. <laughs> yes, I've been a nerd all my life. I just don't like post about it online, but I like dove at first this year and it's been awesome. I know, I know. I was a closet nerd most of my life, too. I was, <laughs> I, when I grew up in Newark, I, I was, like, super into rap music, and then, like, th- that was all I was, and I tried to just be that, but I was secretly reading comics all the time. Then when, like, wrestling was popular, I got into wrestling, still mm-hmm. secretly into Star Wars and comics, yep. but then when I got to college, <laughs> then when I got to college, slowly, like, all this nerd stuff started getting popular and Star Wars came back around and it was getting popular mm-hmm. and Marvel started blowing up. Yeah. And I was like, can I, can I come out of the closet now? Can I come I out of the closet of being a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, it, it, I, we're excited to have you. It's going to be a fun show and let's start, let's start talking about it. Um, yeah. we, we start off with our boy, uh, Cyril, he is in yeah. this brown suit. I think he's looking fly, and his mama like, you ain't shit. <laughs> she, she's like, who do you think you are with your brown ass suit? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, what, what were your thoughts about his scene with his mom? Uh, well, I mean, it was like very similar to his scenes before, and it like continues to explain a lot about who he is. Um, yeah, just like a typical like immigrant mom <laughs> almost dynamic, <laughs> where it's just like nothing, you know, like. It's out of love that they're like criticizing you, but then like you know, as the person receiving it, you're just like, oh, fine, mom. I love yeah. the whole like collar yeah. <laughs> comment that she made, and then she's like, yeah, I got it tailored. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, I, I enjoy. He was guys. like, what do you think it means? And, she, and he, she's like, it means you want people to look at you. <laughs> she's yeah. kind of calling him out, and mm-hmm. you know, she they he got a job thanks to his uncle. Like yeah. my favorite thing about Star Wars, which makes it so unbelievable and like complete fantasy is the fact that the cops actually were held accountable and had, and had to pay for their actions because that yeah. never happens that never well, happens was, in the real world yeah well, i mean he was more of like you know hired security than right. an actual cop so like kind of makes sense like the real cops now are <laughs> taking over ferrix but yeah he he actually got some consequences for one yeah and now he is uh possibly working in a little cubicle which is like his own little prison right those so, cubicles yeah <laughs> they can add t- lights all they want it's still cubicle hell uh, he's probably doing tps reports and like <laughs> oh, he, he gets the mondays <laughs> yeah I mean, that, you can see him like looking around and he's just like the dread setting in but he's like i guess i have to <laughs> i don't have any other choice i wouldn't want I wouldn't mind watching a show that takes place in an office in Star Wars world. Like, kind of like how, like, She-Hulk yeah. was, like, just in a law firm. Like, imagine just, like, a law firm in Star Wars. <laughs> like, how would that work? That would be so funny. People come in and they have, like, yeah, so a Jedi came and he cut my car in half with this laser <laughs> sword. Do I, can my insurance pay for this? <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, I, I'm actually glad they zoomed out and just showed how many cubicles there were there. Like, yeah. oh my god, that looked like hell to me. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I worked in a cubicle forever. I am one of those people that does not mind. I don't care. Like, I, cause like sometimes you have like if you have a job that you actually like, it doesn't matter if you're in a cubicle or, or not. It was still cool. I, I get to work on buildings. I work in construction and stuff. So I worked in a cubicle, and 
I, I like it. I like it. I had a great life outside of that cubicle, so it never bothered me that I put in my eight hours, do my work. I don't know. I was always happy with it. But for a lot of people, especially someone like a cop or someone like, you know, like, like that. An entry-level accountant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's hell for them. Like, I know people who, who are field people and office people. And, like, office people are always like, I can never go out to the field and sit on buckets and be on construction sites. And the construction people are like, I can never wear a suit and tie and sit in an office for eight hours. Like, it's so different, the two people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it also, yeah, it depends on your job and it depends on kind of what how much of your life it's taking and taking yeah, up. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah. Oh, we got some people in the comments. Here's our oh, Tia. Tia was yeah. on last week. I, I have a yeah. lot of uh, videos to post on TikTok from her episode. I can't wait to start posting those. Nice. But, oh, yes, she, she joined us. Um, all right, so let's talk about the... I don't know. I guess the Patriot Act that's going on the on this Act. show, right? <laughs> like, like they, they come in here and they're like, hey... This everything that everything is a class one offense now. We're we're bumping up everything that's uh, doing, and there is a complete like overreach in power mm-hmm. in, in the Star Wars universe, which like we always understood that we always like knew that we knew why the rebels were fighting, but to actually see it play out and just see the escalation and how it worked, and then you find out that it's because of this robbery that happened that kind of is the spark that like blows this whole thing up and they get these people to react in a way where like they close their fist in a more and more of like these rules and these regulations to really show their hand that like they're pretending like they're not a fascist regime even though they were being a fascist regime but they couldn't anymore and they showed their hands and i thought that was really really cool uh what are your guys thoughts on this yeah i think they've been like for a really long time like it's still been oppressive but they've been able to kind of toe that line of they're leaving enough room for people to breathe um and so they're able to still revive enough that they're not going to rebel and also like there's enough of a boot on their neck that they're not going to organize and do anything about it but now it's like they're not even going to give them the space to breathe and it's it's gonna bite them yeah that's so true and i love that one quote he's like they've been choking you so slowly that you they've had your hands on your neck so slowly that you didn't notice that they were choking you like Mm -hmm. oh that Mm -hmm. is such an amazing quote amazing quote and like It's one of those things that like we we don't notice in the real life. Like they're slowly <laughs> taking away some of our civil liberties and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's funny that we mentioned the Patriot Act. I mean, all three of us are Muslims. <laughs> We're very familiar <laughs> with the Patriot Act. But like this was one of those things where like something happened and this was a response to it, right? And it mm-hmm. was really an overreach. And they went and said, hey, you know what? We're going to do whatever we have to do. And and the wording of it is so vague that it could apply to anything. So there's no really checks and balances. And it's scary that, like, you know, if you don't pay attention, this could happen in the real world. What are your thoughts, Jazz? Yeah. I mean, it did happen. It's not that it could happen. It yeah. has happened. And That's it's true. not just, like, you know, the Patriot Act. There were, like, a couple of others, like uh, uh, Guantanamo. Um, what were the other ones? Like, when, the, when they did on the internet, like, CISA, and then, like, there were a couple others from, like, 2016, 2017. I can't remember. Yeah, what there they were some were, really but... bad ones, and they all did pass in the interest of security. And well, <laughs> we don't actually know what the result of that is yet because all that is classified. But even things like like let's go back just a few years, right? Uh, they find ways 
to word things in a specific way where people have like enough room to argue against it. Like for example, the Muslim ban that happened when, when Trump took over. Obviously, that was a Muslim ban. There's no like denying it. But you know, they branded it as like, hey, we don't know. We picked seven countries. <laughs> Six of them happen to be Muslim. What a coincidence. Uh, yeah, they're the ones Venezuela of all things. Like right, right? So it's like, hey, this has nothing to do with being Muslim. This is for this and this and this reason. Oh, it just so happens that all these reasons fall into a category that, you know, goes out specifically to these Muslim countries. And, like, mm -hmm. people are smart. People do that. But they do this in this slow, overreaching way where, like, people don't notice and people don't rebel. And if we don't speak out about these kind of things and we don't protest they'll do more and more until we get to that point. And I think mm -hmm. this show really demonstrates that. What it does do it really think? well, actually. Like, just how quickly something can pass and how things can change. And yeah. there's no stopping it if you don't have the right elected representatives in office because they are your guardian. They are the gatekeeper. And mm -hmm. if they're not there, well, shit, good luck. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true, man. That's great. And the thing is, like, it's weird to me that, like, People don't like this show because there's no laser stores and space wizards in it. <laughs> and I'm just like, that, that's never been the part of Star Wars, man. The Star Wars has always been the the wars and the politics. Like, that's yeah. really what it's about. And, like, to this day, I tell people my favorite Star Wars line ever, ever to ever exist is, this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. And, mm -hmm. like... Oh, I love that line so much because that's really what Star yeah. Wars is. It's one of those things where, like, if you tell me that there's no... Um, I think it was a tweet that you uh, actually tweeted today, right? Where somebody was mad about uh, them showing Star Wars as a police state and it being political. Yeah. And you said something, right? What did you tweet? I forget. Oh, I was saying how, like, the Imperial uniforms are based off of Nazis. <laughs> Like, yeah. Star Wars has always been, you know, commentary on real world politics and events and things like that. Like the very first scene that we've seen in New Hope is a senator being captured by Vader, <laughs> tortured and imprisoned with like, you no, know, like just based off of suspicion. I mean, he was right, but still, like he, yeah. he knew that they had the data. She did have the data or had it, but, you know, he was just able to just imprison the senator and, and lock her up and, you know, just like that. True, true. Uh, we got Tia in the comments. She said, this is why the show is so important. We are really witnessing the birth of that rebellious yeah. hope. And that's mm -hmm. so true. That's so true. Great comment. We, exactly. we like that. Um, so they're in the office. They're kind of arguing over uh, what's going on a little bit. And what happens is like uh, they're talking about reassignment and stuff like that. And basically like who did what, who's overreaching. So these two are kind of going at it with each other. Um, mm -hmm. What was the woman's name? I think it's Gen Miro. Miro, Miro, right? Miro. Yeah, Miro. Uh, and like, I, I like that scene because there was a little bit of like office politics happening there. I thought yeah. that was really interesting and really cool. And I was like, ooh, she got him. Then I was like, oh, he got her. And I was like, which way is this going? Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, she, she got the better of him. She got the better of him. Yeah. And uh, that was really interesting. And then he brought her out and he's like, you need to watch your back. What do you guys think is going to happen? Do you guys have any predictions on where that's going to go? How about you, Jazz? Man, um, one, I really don't have any idea because this is just brand new territory. But yeah, yeah. Uh, just like in our normal lives, right? Backstabbing colleagues, they do move up. Mm -hmm. And unless this girl, which she will prove it shortly. But uh, when I first saw the scene, right, it was like 
she better be able to prove something or she's going to be in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, shortly after, you know, the Patriot Act passed, she was able to gather enough evidence to prove what she was saying. And well, you know what comes next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I like what he was like, hey, this is a complete overreach. And she goes, well, in this situation, because of this happening, it's it's valid. And they're yeah. like, OK. And yeah, they all agree to it. And the she old, yeah. didn't, like. She didn't get in trouble for like breaking the rules or like whatever. She was like rewarded. Like, yeah. Yeah, because she got results. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then the means justify the ends in that case. That is true. Results results are what matters in the business world, right? It's one of those things. Yeah. Um, and Cyril. The, yeah, I was gonna exactly. Say, if Cyril had actually like captured Cassian, they would have forgiven the rest of his sins, though, so to speak. Like, yes, gotten you're their, right. Like, you're you know, right. Pat on the back and everything, but because he failed, <laughs> he got fired. That makes perfect sense. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, fired. Let's be honest. Yeah. If he's still coming back in the show and they're still showing him with his mom and all the yeah. stuff. He, he's going to be back eventually. He's gonna be fine. Oh, yeah. He's going to be back. I'm going to play Return oh, yeah. of the Mac when he shows up. Like, Return <laughs> of the Mac. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Um, so the guy who was complimenting Miro, um, mm-hmm. he's someone important, right? He is someone part of the important. Star Wars lore. Uh, what, what is his name in here? Parthagas? Yeah, Parthagas, I think. Yeah, yeah. So he is in some of these Star Wars movies. He is in Clone Wars. Uh, he goes on trips with the Jedis and stuff like that. And then ends up, uh, I think, resigning. Uh, so he was part of the Republic before they became the Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he ends up working with Thrawn, uh, apparently, right? Is, is that how Ooh, it works? You said, you said the uh. name. <laughs> Yeah, Jazz can't wait for that. Jazz is excited about that. <laughs> I'm very excited for Thrawn, but yes. So I keep so, hearing about Thrawn. I have yet to like read the books, but like he's, I, I, there's a lot of hype around him, and I mean, I'm yeah, yeah. for another. Have you have you watched like Rebels that. yet? No, I'm still like making my way through uh, the Clone Wars. I'm okay. four seasons in, almost done. Well, almost about two seasons left or four. Um, and then I'll get oh, troubles, uh, but I want to get to that before Ahsoka. It was Ylaren? Okay. Oh, Ylaren. Okay. Ylaren, that's who it was. Never mind. That's who I would think. They all Ylaren. work for Thrawn eventually for how high he ends up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was cool. I was like, oh, that's who that is. So that makes a lot of sense. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he name dropped Palpatine as well. <laughs> yes, I saw the name drop of Palpatine. That was like, ooh. Yeah. Was, he's like, Palpatine's not going like this. Papa oh. Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of him this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was that's really cool. So the other person that mentions Palpatine is uh, Luthen and Mas Mata. And when she comes... Uh, you know, to return her tie or whatever it was that she bought the dude. Um, they're having this conversation while they're smiling and like having, but there's a lot of stuff that says, man, uh, <laughs> that I thought was really cool. And one of the lines was, um, has anyone ever made a weapon that wasn't meant to be used? And I was like, yeah. mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> ah, damn. It's one yeah. of those things where like, we've always known the rebels, cross lines but we didn't know what those lines were and this show is kind of like showing us like cassian always said he wasn't a hero and now we're like oh yeah he is no hero he is not a hero Um, but i think that line was really really cool to show that hey listen they've done stuff and you know what what's the point of all this stuff if we're not going to do this we got to blow this Mm -hmm. up we got to make a powder keg 
that's going to uh, spark this revolution. Uh, mm -hmm. So I thought that was really, really cool. What do you guys think about that? Man, it's interesting because like this episode, I feel almost sympathetic toward the Empire mm -hmm. and then almost antagonistic toward the Rebels for what they're mm -hmm. doing and planning. And I'm just like, wait a second. What? Why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel sympathy for these people? What's going on? Yeah. And I hate it that I'm feeling, you know, these feelings for people who work for the Empire, but they're humanizing them and it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because these guys are like just regular Joes working in an office, right? And then there's right. these rebellions. <laughs> they're just little cogs in a giant ma evil machine. But mm -hmm. can I be mad at the cogs for the machine? Yeah. It's yeah, we hear, um, I think it, I forget which scene it was, but um, maybe it was one of the scenes with Luthen. But we hear that like the, the people who are working in Aldani are all getting questioned and they're all getting, you know, they're all doing, uh, getting interrogated and all of that. And so it's like, they had no part in this, but they're still getting punished. But at the same time, you know, they're the building blocks for the Empire. Yeah. Um, so they kind of made their choice. It's yeah, but like... the Empire... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, the Empire is, like, on defense now. And so I think that's where some of that sympathy is coming in, because they're, like, having to, like, be like, oh, we got to protect ourselves. we got to put all of these, like, measures in place, you know. Oh, no, I don't feel like sympathy for that. I just feel sympathy <laughs> for the people. Like, the oh, for the people, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's that old line where people used to joke around and be like, "Listen, everyone on the Death Star couldn't have been bad. Maybe there were some subcontractors there that were just there doing construction <laughs> work. They were just fixing the HVAC. They had a family back home on Alderaan. Like, who knows?" <laughs> and I, I feel like, yeah, there are people who are part of the cog who are just part of, you know, doing their day to day stuff. But there's also people that are complacent, right? They're like yeah. part of this thing. They're benefit offing. Maybe they're not the bad people. But their benefit yeah. off of it. It's kind of like how we talked about Game of Thrones last week, where we were like, listen, some of these women, yes, they are not part of the patriarchy, but they're benefiting from the patriarchy, right? And mm -hmm. they, they yeah. want to keep it in place. And it's kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah. I think it's very, very telling. Um, yeah. And Luthen is definitely someone who's like, listen, these people, they're towing that line. We need to make sure that they exposed themselves. And he was he was so proud of himself. He was he was feeling himself, man. Man was so happy that that all of these news were coming coming um, around about that. Um, mm -hmm. but but homie wants to kill Clem. How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> so, I don't actually know if it's Lucen because if he wanted him dead, he would have just told Vel when he was dropping him off, "Hey, at the end of this mission." <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, kill him, right? I, I think Luthen. it may be Clea because she knows that, you know, they're vulnerable because, you know, the, the whole thing that happened on Ferrix and Lucian wasn't careful and there's now, you know, a link between the two of them. And so she's trying Ooh. to kind of wrap things up and trying to kind of protect Lucian and, you know, the, the re rebellion kind of as a whole. Because he's still a wild card, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we know he's not going to necessarily wrap them up, but they don't know that, right? Like, right, because we know the future. Yeah, exactly. I never thought about that. You know what? Because, like, okay, here's something that's really someone said. Um, I don't know where I saw this. Uh, I think I just saw a random tweet that someone said this. They said they played the same music when she was talking to Vel that was played in Canari. And because of that, back. they might oh. think she might be his sister. So I went back, like, I saw that same tweet, and I went back and I listened, and there's a bit of similarity, but, like, the, t like, it's, it's different enough that I'm like, is it, is it not? But there's still, like, a little bit of similarity there. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's interesting. But, like, but that music does have that feel of Canary. And then when yeah. you, like, go back and, like, listen to Canary, because that's kind of initially, even at the very, like, the intro, 
um, it like felt like it was Canary to me. And so it's like, oh, are we going to get more flashbacks or something? Yeah. Um, yeah, that is interesting. I do feel like we are in episode seven. There's mm -hmm. only eight and nine left. There's a good chance we already know his sister. Well, aren't there Wait, no, there's... There's oh, there's 12. Oh, yeah. why am I thinking nine? Okay, because okay, they're maybe. in three episode chunks per story. Yeah. Yes, yes. I think I think uh, She-Hulk was just nine episodes. Maybe so that's nine, why. I'm oh, that's you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so maybe we can still see her because I I thought it was nine through. Like we have to have seen her already. But mm -hmm. no, at at uh, she's probably not here yet. Okay, that's fair. It's a good theory though. It's a good theory. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Let's and see. Tia here in the comments is saying that. She also is feeling it was just the assistant who wants him dead, not Luthen himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they go back and forth. They have a, they fight like little married couples. Like they don't always agree on stuff. So they have a little bit of tiffs here and there. It's like one person's like, "You're too careless," and he's mm -hmm. like, "Yolo, <laughs> down with the empire." Yeah, it's one of those classic things. accelerationist, right? Mm -hmm. But you yeah. know, they're a good team. That's kind of the, that's what you need. Yeah. yeah. And I think it also shows, like, if this order is coming from her, it shows, like, how much agency she has within the rebellion as well. Like, how much authority, I guess, mm. is the right, better word. But, yeah, how much authority she has within the rebellion. Or that, and she just really cares about Luthen so much that she wants yeah. nothing to interfere with this plan, that she truly believes in the cause and mm -hmm. him. And that if something was to ruin the cause, she wants to make sure that she can take care of it. Mm. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. true, that's true. Well, speaking of authority, how do you guys feel about the dinner party from hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement. Yep. So, hey, like, why don't you go first? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I mean, the whole Mon Mothma and Tay conversation was a master class. Everything yes. else going around them was, like, mm -hmm. just, you know, infuriating. Especially Perrin, like, hovering. He's, he's like, definitely a spy. He's definitely a spy. It's like that meme, like, Tell me you're a rebellion. Uh, tell me you're a rebel without telling me you're a rebel. <laughs> it's like that's what, like yeah. they're kind of having this conversation where they're just like talking in codes but not talking in codes. It's like, yeah, I, I'm too extreme for you, and she's like, perhaps I'm too extreme for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's awesome, and you can see like the history and the and you know how close they a friend they are, and I'm pretty sure there's more history there than just being friends, like old flame or something. But they've known each other for a really long time. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see that, you know, with, with that conversation, you didn't have to explicitly say everything, but they both understood each other. Mm. Jeff, I think it's one of those, like, uh, they were friends, like, when they're in, like, early on in life, and then yeah. they kind of knew each other, they kind of vibed, like, okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're on the same page. Then <laughs> later in life, they went their separate ways, and then you're like, hmm, do I really know this person? Are, are they bad now? Are, are they mm, my yeah. still? I don't, I don't know. And so I think this was a good way for them to figure out that, hey, mm -hmm. uh, I'm still me, and you're yeah. still you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, but yeah. the way that Juan Mothma did it was just... Yeah. As Tia says, his <laughs> uh, mom is saying, I'm not a sweet little lady you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 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 But she's also... She's so smart because she's also playing that she is not a threat. She's just an irritation, right? Yeah. So she's playing who she is, but she's not playing how dangerous she is. She's like, I'm just... Yeah. A simple person who's in the senate and i'm just an irritation and i care about these like you know little charities and little projects and like i don't bother anybody but they don't know that she's like a sleeping giant man <laughs> she she's a threat mm -hmm. and and th that's so smart and yeah. some of it some of it is from maybe learning from our homie palpatine man she, yeah. she she's learned a few things here and there who's yeah it's poetic good? <laughs> but know. yeah yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, man, you gotta, it, it's, uh, you learn from
from your friends and you also learn from your enemies so <laughs> it's one of those things man it's one of those things all right now let's talk about our homie cassian sneaks home <laughs> see his mama <laughs> Uh, kind of like, you know, that, that person who coming back to his hometown, like sweet home Alabama, like Reese Witherspoon coming back to her hometown, seeing her mom, super sweet, but not so sweet because the whole town is run by like an oppressive regime and there's like guards everywhere and his mom's scared, everyone's scared. Um, and they have this conversation like, hey, listen, I've come into some money. I'm going to take you and we're going to go away from here. And mm -hmm. the droid's like, yeah, YOLO, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you guys think about that, Jazz? Man, at that point, I I, I wish they did leave. Because mm -hmm. I want to see more of Marva. I want to see more of Bix even. Because, you know, let's be honest. right? Who, do, who um, doesn't want to see more of Bix? <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, right? Uh, but, like, I also understand why they need to stay. Because... It's the reason I stay here in Texas, even though a lot of people are saying, hey, you can do a lot more with your political activism if you move to a blue state. I'm like, yes, I could do that. But the fight is here. And mm -hmm. I totally understand why they want to stay for that reason. Mm -hmm. Facts, facts. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I really love the way she, she told it too, right? And it's really uh, ironic that it's actually Clem, you know, Cassian, who kind of inspired this because of the the little heist that they had, and you know, for a lot of people, it's a robbery, but for mm -hmm. a lot of people, it's hope, and mm -hmm. like you can yeah. see it spreading, and you can see it in people's like you know uh, mentality now, where she's like, listen, I never used to walk down this street because mm -hmm. they hung, uh, what you call it, Cassian's father or her husband Clem, the original Clem. Uh, mm -hmm. in the middle of this like street and she goes I never go there and she's like the day this happened I walked through that street mm -hmm. that was good that's oh yeah. love it mm -hmm. love it that part got me uh, yeah especially like you know being Muslim like we have we know somebody or we know our people are in countries right now where they are oppressed and they can't do things mm -hmm. and they would get hung in the middle of the street and to see yeah. be like hey I walk through this street with pride because of this thing that happened, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's really cool. Hope is a strong thing. It's a really strong thing. So uh, I definitely appreciate them telling the story. Like, I don't need fancy swords and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I like this. I really do. And, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's just more of a story. And Star Wars has always been about stories in if all, if all you like is if that's all you like I'm, I'm sorry man I'm sorry but maybe when you're older and you know you, you have a personality you can like I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you you know it's, it's it, it, I like stories that reflect the geopolitical climate sometimes like it's important that's very important because if we don't tell these stories, right, and people cannot make these connections, they will end up supporting an empire without realizing it. Right. Exactly. And, and the thing is, like, Star Wars has also 
been for children. It's been for kids. And for mm -hmm. them to learn these stories as, mm -hmm. as young adults, uh, it's important. It's important mm -hmm. to learn the dangers of a fascist regime. Uh, it's the importance uh, of like, you know, uh, people overreaching and cops doing this and that. Uh, and okay. accountability. I think those things are important. And I think, uh, listen, if you want to watch a show where you just turn your brain off, you know, they have that too. That's mm -hmm. fine. I, I get it. I watch reality TV. I do not <laughs> mind. I, I do not hate the people who come in and turn their brain off to watch TV shows. But, you know, this is not this that show. It. This ain't, this ain't it. it. This ain't oh. it. And I really appreciate it. I do. I really do. Um, yeah, for sure. Also, I want to talk about um, how <laughs> how Clem finds out that like it was Tim who sold them out. <laughs> oh, like, Tim, Tim. It was Tim. Tim's like, yeah. She's like, everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. I thought that was really funny. And then right afterwards, he goes sees Bix. Oh, yeah. we get to see Bix. Oh my God, we love yeah, Bix. It's been we a long time. Her. She she still had like scars on her face and stuff like that. She was still roughed yeah. up a bit. Um, things are rough for her, man. People blame her for everything that happened, and he just kind of up and left her, uh, which which kind of yeah. sucks. I could see why she's feeling that way. Um, I don't know. And the whole town. It's... The whole town blames her, right? They're yeah. all bad. Because they like, know what for, for a valid reason, exactly. Like you know, they came in because of his actions. You know, like doing but something wrong, running these... home, and then bringing trouble. But that's what these groups do, right? They they find exactly. someone to blame. There's always exactly. something to blame to take the uh, to take the I want to say like vision off of what the real goal is, right? For yeah. example, um, we got the uh, stuff happening in Iran right now, and you know people want to say, hey, this morality police is out of control. Uh, but where are they deflecting? They're deflecting on people burning hijabs. Let's talk about burning hijab and not talk okay. about this this morality police that's like exists that goes around telling people what they can and can't do and cover their hair and stuff like that, right? So it's like a distraction. Yeah. It's kind of the, the same thing this town is doing, right? They are trying to blame everything on this action that happened and saying, it's your fault that this happened. It's, it's your fault, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even in stuff like, you know, uh, in some apartheid states, right? Like we see the conflict in, in Palestine and Israel, which isn't really a conflict. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. we see them putting up these like checkpoints and walls and doing all this stuff. And then they're saying, well, it's you guys that made us do this. Like, yeah, you guys made us do this. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like that's what's happening in this town. And mm -hmm. I like the way that it reflects that. It's really, really cool. It's very smart. It's very political and yeah. show that goes into that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and then having also Cassian kind of push back against that as well, because he's like, hey, like your boyfriend rats me out and wants me dead, and then now I'm I'm the villain, right? Um, yeah. You know, making it obvious that it, it's not just him. It's like, it wasn't, I mean, yes, he sparked this specific problem, but it would have happened anyways. Like the empire was going to roll in anyways. It wasn't indoor. <laughs> It was going to be somebody else. It was going to be some. They're just looking for an excuse. Yeah, because uh, I believe Luthen was there to buy the Star Destroyer or the. the... Or yeah. yeah. So he was going to be there anyways to recruit Cassian. It wouldn't have mattered if he reported him or not because he probably still would have recruited him. Mm -hmm. Whether he accepted or not may have changed because there was a lot of heat there in that moment. But mm -hmm. um, if he, you know, did accept regardless, 
then Tim is completely inconsequential in this whole storyline. I mean, he's been inconsequential to me, no matter what. Because he's dating Chris, <laughs> and I was like, I hate that guy just for that. <laughs> of course. Uh, but you, you want to know what I really liked? I, I did like this really heartwarming moment between uh, Cassian and his mom, where he's like, listen, you have to go. And she's like, I'm not. She's like, if you don't go, I'm going to worry about you. And she's like, worrying yeah. is just love. And I, I really liked that quote. I thought that was that was really, really good. And it kind of made me think, like, my parents always worry about me no matter how old I am or no matter where I am. People always worry. And it's annoying when people worry about you, especially your parents and stuff like I that, know. tell you where to go. Like, quit loving but me like, so much. <laughs> but it is love, right? It is love. And I love that they added this love comment in this whole Star Wars political space ninja whatever they have all this stuff and there's still a story about love here which i think is really really cool and really sweet what were your thoughts oh, yeah. on that well and if not for love why do we do anything <laughs> yeah that is true that is true i i agree um all right now i think we got a few more minutes to do so let's talk about um Caffeine and his welcome to Miami uh, era. <laughs> he ends up on a nice beach after all of this, and everyone else is like struggling still. I know. <laughs> Luckiest motherfucker alive, I swear. He's got a yeah. girlfriend, a big shower. He's eating these like snacks, and, and like, like he's in my, he's in like either Rio or he's in Miami. That's where he is, uh, which is really really funny to me. And like, but it was. A great demonstration of how much overreach the Empire now has. He literally didn't even do anything. He was just walking, and there were other people who did something, and they were probably talking back about the Empire. They ran away. He happened to be dressed like them, or he happened to look like them, or whatever. And they took him. And mm -hmm. they took him. Like, that's yeah. crazy. And, like, yeah. like it happened to Muslims after 9-11. They just happened to take people, whoever they thought could be possible uh, bad guy they took him and threw him in Guantanamo and there are people there today who still don't have like a court date who don't have any kind of repetition there's so yeah. many people who were there that were mm -hmm. innocent and people found out they were innocent and people lobbied and stuff and it took them years to come out of there right and like yeah. like this is like, why I love watching Star Wars as a Muslim because we see this in so many of our cultures and so many mm -hmm. of our situations um, I really really do think yeah. that was really cool to see well, before yeah. I forget, I do want to lighten up the comment. Lighten up a bit with the comments. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they out. say there's no fan service. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Theo was commenting about how uh, Cassian has chest out, and everyone loved it. Yeah, of course, it's okay. It's fine. He there did. is some fan service. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to more the more serious topic about police, right? You, you I loved were... how the, co the cop droid was like, "Hey, you need to calm down, sir." Like, yeah. I've heard that line before when I was being detained. I'm like, fuck you. Like, that yeah. hit me personally. No, yeah. that, that scene went from like, like as soon as I saw that short trooper, I started laughing because I'm like, it, they just look so ridiculous. And in my mind, I was like, rent a trooper? <laughs> That's the vibe <laughs> I was giving, right? Rent and then trooper. as soon as he started talking, I was like, oh, oh, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. <laughs> but that went, that, and it was just like, like, just the tiniest bit of suspicion from somebody who's not even trained. Like, we know yeah. short troopers, like cops, don't get proper training, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like stormtroopers, especially, are just useless on a whole other level. Exactly. But even like them, tiniest bit of suspicion out of nothing, thin air, and wrong place, wrong time, and six years in prison. You know yeah. what else that reminds me of? It reminds me of in New York where we used to have stop and frisk, right? Yeah. That was a big mm -hmm. thing, right? That's and a thing. Like, 
yeah that's wild man and yeah, yeah it's pretty interesting but but i did get a little excited and not just because of the chest not just because of the chest <laughs> but I, I thought i thought we almost had k2so because yes, that was, he looked I, the exact I, same I know, yeah so i, I was, I was like, like yes. no then the dread sets in <laughs> i know and, and like, then you hear no. that it's not his voice and you're like oh no i thought it was him i thought it was him well, i was so excited do we know it's not k2so we do actually, unfortunately, because I think a comic came out and it actually explains how they oh, meet, and that's how not how, it, and this is not how it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. It I'm explains how. But they're teasing. It, yeah. They're teasing us with them. Yeah, it explains they're definitely going to show it. Them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought it would so. be really cool if this is like a police droid that ended up decommissioning and then reprogramming into K2SO. That'd be so cool. But yeah. that, that probably is what happens. But it yeah. this is it wasn't this robot. I know. I know. Yeah. 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 I was really hoping specific, to do that. You know, there's uh. There's a theory that uh, B, like his consciousness, is gonna get put into K2 <gasps> and then live on <laughs> with Cassian through that. Because like as soon as I saw um, B, like in the first like interactions with Cassian, I was like, that that's familiar. He's not quite as sarcastic as K2 yet, but the comebacks and the like, you know, no filter, <laughs> you know, he just saying equipping. everything that he feels like, yeah. And it would be they've it done would it be cool. They've done mm -hmm. it in Solo. Solo, yep. the, the Millennium Falcon has like the yeah. soul of uh, Lando Calrissian's uh, android. Yeah. Ooh, this mm. is a good theory. I like it. <laughs> I hope I like so. Because like, I mean, we know B is not in good shape and eventually, oh, you know. Poor B. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like if they keep him living in a different body. We B really wanted to get out of there, man. He should have took B at least, yeah. man. <laughs> homie like, was like, <laughs> homie was packed. He's like, when do we leave, sir? <laughs> He's just gotta get his like charging port slash dog bed. <laughs> He's like, hey, here's my USB leash. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh man, poor poor him. But uh, mm -hmm. all right. So before we go, the, the last thing I want to talk about was the court scene, right? So he gets taken in, and he he can't even explain himself. He can't do anything. And like oh. they said, this would have been six months, but now it's six years. Yes insane yep. insane like yep. we really get to see the overreach of the empire and how crazy it is right and like no mm -hmm. one can say like it's not a fascist regime it's just so crazy right now yeah. you have no due process at that point oh exactly i don't care who you are it's a fascist regime like hmm. you didn't even you were have talking a, about to, to an attorney yeah I was going to say, you were talking about lawyers earlier, and it's like, what lawyers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's the market for that if this is how they, you know, do all their trials. <laughs> no. And that makes me wonder, do lawyers actually make a living in fascist countries? Or do they just not exist there? Like, I mean, <laughs> you'd have to have due process and actual trials and stuff for... Yeah, but like in, like, say, North Korea, do lawyers exist? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they probably do, and it's just, you know, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it's a done deal. We just come to make it seem like you know you've got yes. <laughs> i mean maybe it's just yeah. a formality <laughs> exactly and, it's just a... <laughs> and they get paid the same as the like a sous chef somewhere <laughs> <laughs> salam nerds asking the real tough questions for you guys <laughs> yes we are yes we are um yeah. but at the end he goes to jail and it's funny because both him and uh what call it uh serial they're in prison they're in their own type Weird. of prison. Yeah. They're in yeah. their own type of prison. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Isn't that suspicious? Parallel, for sure. <laughs> and I'm sure they're both going to get taken out somehow. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, yeah. 
this wouldn't be Andor if he's in jail. For I, know, I know, yeah, I know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. That's fair. Somebody uh, tweeted and was like, "Oh, six years, good. That puts him past Rogue One." <laughs> you know what? If he just stayed in jail, he would have lived longer. <laughs> <He> totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. I don't know, but um. I wonder if he's going to pull Michael Schofield and prison break himself out of there or mm. what's going to happen. Uh, or Val maybe gets involved in the Val comes to kill him, finds out, oh, you're the good guy. Okay, fine. We'll take you yeah, out. Yeah. And then maybe mm. that's how he gets into the rebellion because we're still leading up to that. Like he hasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But like this is a good thing to inspire him to get into the rebellion. Like look what they did to him. Yeah. Put him in jail for six years for yeah. doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And he saw what they did on Ferrix you know um he saw like the change in his mom as well like marva yeah. and like the spark kind of lighting up in her because of what happened on aldani he's starting to see yeah though technically he should be in jail he did rob people <laughs> and kill people <laughs> 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 I, mean, I, mean, I mean karma wise karma wise <laughs> Are you yeah. siding with the Empire here, Neebs? I am just saying the universe will unfold as it should. <laughs> For killing those two cops and then like the heist? I don't know, man. Maybe. <laughs> now, free my boy Cassie. Yo, free Cassie. <laughs> free Cassie. Oh, man. But no, no, this was fun, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Any last thoughts before we go? What about uh, you, uh, Sayla? Wait, we forgot Sinta. Yes, she's still okay. We, she's still she's okay. She's on a secret mission, or I don't know if it's like secret, but she's on like maybe another mission or something. Yeah, um, before making feel... it out of Valdani. That scene was special because like you could feel the weight of like her actions, like you could see it, like yeah, I mean, you could see the Star Destroyer, like right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I really like about that scene? The uh, they shake the camera, so you could all you could like feel it, like it right. was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, okay, the way that they're that, making yeah. <laughs> the, the way that they're making those ships feel like very like menacing and oppressive is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, okay. I'm glad that they they showed her and she's alive because we need more yeah. brown people in the <laughs> yeah. in Star Wars. Can't forget we the brown people. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they keep killing off all the black characters. I know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and like Marvel's. the way that Clem. Oh, that was. I'm glad they didn't like visually show it, but we know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was cold-blooded. Yep, yep. Yeah. And we find out that, like, he was in even uh, the one responsible. Like, other people no, he was were trying throwing to, like, rocks. Yeah, and throwing stuff at Yeah, he's trying to quiet them down. Like, it's, you know, kind of like he got killed for something yeah. that he didn't do. And now uh, it's, it's funny that, that they show, it's funny that they show people throwing rocks at oppressors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do we know yep. that? Where Where is that from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you see the again, like the that show of force that's like crazy. Yeah, you know, someone the does. Whole battalion. Where have we seen yeah. That? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Where have we? <laughs> where have we seen Man. that? And then right? we see and and then we see Cassian as a kid running with with the stick, which again is symbolic of like the kids fighting back when they see yes. the adults being treated mm-hmm. like that. But it also goes back to. <laughs> Yeah, it goes back to um, Jin and something that Thoth said about like one person with a stick can like, you know, make a difference. I forget the yes. exact quote, but that was kind of what it meant. But yeah, we see like Cassian do that. Ugh. That's why I love this, man. Especially like like if you're Muslim and you're watching Star Wars, it's a good time to be mm-hmm. a Star Wars yeah. fan. Oh, right? yeah. We got Riz Ahmed here. We got, you know, with the Rogue One. Now we got Andor. 
It's yeah. a good time. It's a good time. And Camille Nanjiani, even though ugh, I have I have issues with that, that was that felt a little waste. But still, he's in yeah. there. In well, there. I'm hoping that he like now that they've introduced his character and some of the other ones in Obi Wan that we get to see them again down the line. I hope he becomes a Jedi. Yeah. I hope he becomes a Jedi like a new. That would be like. that would be awesome. We yeah. we need a real brown Jedi man. I really really want. Yeah. Or uh, that would be really really cool. And uh, unless you count like Visions, which like you know Visions definitely has a brown Jedi, but it's not canon unfortunately. Mm. Boo. Sad sad. But listen, yeah. Sohela, thank you so much for joining us. We had a great yeah. time talking with you. Um, it's been awesome. Let people know where they can find you. Where can people find you? Yeah, TikTok um, at dot dot Suhaila, S-U-H-A-I-L-A, and then Twitter at S-U-S Theories. I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> a unified username for everything. But Theory? yeah, S-U-S yeah. Theories? That's amazing. Yeah, like like Sue's Theories, but also yeah. like Sus Theories. Um, Okay. <laughs> I I like that. You should you should brand that. You should yeah? uh, keep okay. that the way it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like right. that. Also, also putting your real name on the internet is never a great idea in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the Twitter or the TikTok handle and I don't want to let go of it, but I'm kind of like, mm, especially as a Muslim woman on the internet. <laughs> I know, I know. Even with as like little it. as I am, um it's yeah. Oh no! The haters will come out from the woodwork. You it know doesn't matter how small you are, yeah, man. Always, the haters will find you. Always. They will find you. But listen, I'm just glad we found you because we had a great time talking to you. <laughs> I know, it's been you great. Keep comments. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And listen, guys, if you want to join us, man, we always do episodes at 10:30 uh, and 11:30 on uh, Tuesdays and Wednesday. We used to do it on Thursday, but uh, She-Hulk is not on anymore, so now we moved it to Wednesdays. So Tuesdays, Wednesdays, we do episodes, sometimes Sundays, uh, depends what we're doing. But please join us in the comments, and if you like, share, subscribe, we would appreciate it. Cool. People can actually ask us questions uh, on Spotify, Jazz. I just learned that. That's so cool. Yeah, they've been able to. Really? I I saw that, and someone was like, hey, can you guys please cover Ted Lasso? And I'm like, (gasps) You don't gotta ask me twice. I Bro. love Ted Lasso. I got a poster of Ted Lasso in the background oh. of every episode. I just so, got through I season keep... one. I can catch up. Oh, yeah, I keep hearing I... good things. I need to. I need to watch it. It's on my list. <gasps> oh, Suhela, Suhela, <laughs> do yourself now. a favor. Do yourself a favor. Watch Ted Lasso. It is one of the okay. only shows that you leave feeling better about the world. It mm-hmm. is such okay. a like palate cleanser to everything that is wrong with the world like like i feel great for like three days at least i'm just like so happy it's so optimistic it's so like it's super wholesome it's very wholesome it's so wholesome um it's also it's by the creator who made scrubs which is another one of my favorite shows that i really really like Mm -hmm. yep and i highly recommend it and since i forgot his name i think his name was rohan or rowan or uh, i forgot his name but i don't know how to reply on spotify i have no idea how to do it but he asked mm-hmm. us to cover ted lasso and we will cover ted lasso i'm going to have to borrow somebody's apple of a password but i'll do it i'll do you. it just for you bro i got you man <laughs> <laughs> yes all right guys thank you everybody for joining us we had a great time talking about andor we got into some politics we got into some crazy stuff <laughs> free but... palestine yes yeah, let's go let's go anyways guys thank you so much and until next time guys salam nerds peace